The 250th episode of Total Party Kill is coming up, and it's going to be a special Ask the Dungeon Master session. Send your questions to tpk at theincomparable.com or tweet them at tpkill on Twitter or send them in the TPK channel in the Incomparable members Slack. You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 246, posted June 2020. The Bag Holder. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I'm your Dungeon Master. Well, not yours, but I'm a Dungeon Master. Tony Sindelar. That's me. I'm okay. Uh, We are doing the continued adventures of the Dog and Pony Show, where they are stuck in the sad, despondent land of Barovia. Our adventurers took it upon themselves to go and try and deal with some strange going-ons in a windmill. The windmill looked really bad, but I didn't tell them it was called the Bone Crusher until, sorry, Bone Grinder until they were inside. Uh, and, and inside that windmill, they fought not one, not two, but three hags. A coven of hags who use this windmill as their base of operations, where they turned, they fattened up children, ground their bones into, I don't know, flour type stuff, bone meal, and used them to bake narcotic dream cakes that they peddled to the people of Barovia. So they have done, our adventures have done great goodness today. But at what cost? For one of the adventures has opened the bag of a hag. A bag knit from flesh and skin itself. And who knows what horrors lie inside. How doomed is that person? And is their name Dan? For answers to questions such as these, we're going to play Dungeons & Dragons. But first, let's meet our players. Because this might be the last time. They say these character names. First off, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, Tony. I'm playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. For now. Next up, it's Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Hi, I am playing Imra Soliana, the wood elf ranger and her dog Androdite, and also handling combat for our beloved noble Arena Koliana. That is a lot of souls to juggle. Yeah, juggle. Try not to drop one. Okay. Extra person. <laughs> Next up, it's Erica Ensign. Hi, Erica. Hello. I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin uh, who has a celestial pony oh, that right. tried to attack a, a hag and yes. failed, but tried really hard. Mm-hmm. Probably at least one of those creatures will survive the next hour. Uh, next up, it's Micah Sargent. Yes, and I play Elevor, the half-elf angel? No, druid. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. And last but not least, this order provided by Random.org, but Random.org, pure randomness, but also pure dramatic irony. The bag holder himself. (laughs) The the robot man who should have known better. I speak of none other than Daniel Morin. (laughs) Uh, well, I, I'm enjoying this last session in which I play Cast in Onatar's Crucible, a Warforged cleric, but I really prefer to think of this as my Steve Lutz drinks a bottle of poison moment. <laughs> Steve Lutz's character survived. Um, so. Against all odds. Yes. Yeah, yeah. was- um, Crucible, could you just remind us of what you did and 
specifically, I think we all know what you did, but perhaps you can remind us of why you did it. Because Crucible that is a is naturally curious cur- okay. adventurer. And Certainly, that would it would be good to know your full like the la- what was going through your mind in your last minutes of existence. Well, he found this bag that was on one of the hags, the hag knit, bag, knit, if you will, knit the hag of, bag, knit, knit out of skin. Yes, yeah. knit, knit, knit. Well, stitched, stitched. Oh god, stitched is better than knit. <laughs> oh, that just got so much worse. Sorry, cro- crocheted. crocheted. <laughs> yeah. No, mm. <laughs> welded. I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> Uh, and, and and as it was a bag on a hag, he <laughs> decided to give Crucible's it up. just a just a sucker for rhymes. It's a Doctor Seuss it. guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he 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 opened it, thinking he would see what was inside. He did not expect it to necessarily be something uh, unspeakably evil, but mm-hmm. these things happen. <laughs> All right, so um, let me just uh, let me, we're going to do a couple things here. Uh, first off, uh, Dan, can you hand me your character sheet? Oh my god! <gasps> I'm just, I'm just gonna. All right, thank you. I'm just gonna, just gonna make a little tear here late, right now, just, just so that later oh it's easier to tear it up. Um, no, no, that Whoa. was just, that was Wait. practice. I was okay. practicing people. That was an unrelated piece of paper. Just wanted to make sure. <sighs> now, if I needed to tear multiple pieces of paper up at once, it would sound like that. Oh. All right, <laughs> just, just, just gotta make sure I'm ready. Um, so, uh. Crucible, you, let's see, you are on the second floor of the windmill of the bone grinder. Um, is anyone else? Is that, that's A, I'm confirming that that's correct. Uh, um, I appear to be on the stairs, but yeah, no, I think I'm on the first floor. Well, the bodies were all on the second floor. Oh, I thought right? one was at the, I thought the main Morgantha was at the bottom of the stairs. Yep. You know what? You're right. So you are on the first floor, and it looks like many of you, your colleagues are there as I well. I think everyone except yeah, Lena out- and Irina. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm outside. It it might look like I'm kind of inside, but I, I specifically went outside to check on Pony. Okay. So I yeah. am not inside. Lena, are I, you all the way up on the third floor? I believe that Irina and I are up with the children. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to allow a couple things to happen uh, at the first. First, uh, Dan, I'm going to pose a question to you, uh, and you're going to get to think about it while uh, I check in with other people. Think How wide do you yourself. think you opened that bag? We'll find out for that answer for that in a second. Uh, would anyone else like to do any kind of history type, wisdom type check about the nature of hags? Um, sure. <laughs> I was in the middle. So the problem is I was in the middle of, I had just cast uh, Speak with Animals mm. um, it, from the first floor to talk with all of the different animals that were oh, on yeah, the Oh yeah, you're going to talk with the frogs and chickens. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't think that it would make sense for me to do a history okay. slash arcana check. So, but, uh, right. you know, Broldish and, uh, Imra are right there and they're watching. They had a moment where they saw, uh, Crucible pick up a hag, uh, not, sorry, pick I up a bag didn't. and op- open the bag. I got, outside, a, so. okay. I got a 16 either on history or arcana. They're my modifiers the same. All right. I'm going to tell you, uh, Imra, you, uh, you might know. Um, that hags, some of them, they carry bags, right? So far, so good. I've learned. Yes. Hag bag? Hag bag. Um, Classic hag. Classic hag. Um, And I think you're even going to know, you're going to know a little bit, because that's a decent role, right? So um, hags uh, tend to have, they really only have two possessions that they really keep with them. Uh, First, they have something called a heartstone, which is a, usually some kind of gem that has been imbued with uh, kind of magical energy. Because hags are 
do have some relatively moderate to powerful magical ability, especially when they work as a coven. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, those are, those are things that some adventurers seek after, though they are, you know, they're, they're a little bit spooky. And then, uh, hags are known, uh, for carrying, uh, what is called a soul bag. Um, and that is basically uh, a, a hag has the ability when they they kind of haunt and stalk people, and when they kill someone, uh, th- that that cr- that creature's soul is kind of condemned to eternal suffering in a uh, in a, in a in a hag's soul bag, which they soul like to stitch, bag. which they <laughs> like to stitch <laughs> out of uh, flesh. Um, so awesome. a soul bag can only hold a single soul at a time, but they are almost always. Evil souls. Great. Oh, the souls are. How numb. much time maybe, does maybe Imra have better. to yell all of this? Yeah, yeah. This entire. Paragraph. I'll just even tell you, Imra. You know that crafting a soul bag takes seven days and a humanoid sacrifice. Uh, but oh need, god, yeah. There's no. There's no. There's no ethical uh, soul bag production. Um, okay. So anyway, that's happening. Dan, how how wide do you open the bag? Like, <laughs> like this wide. Hold on a second. I, I have your I have your window. T- Hold on. Um, first of all, great podcasting. Second of all, <laughs> what do you want me to say? A little bit. A little the bit. Size of a silver, right. silver dollar. Um. All right. Crucible. Uh. You open the bag to peek inside. You have to open enough to peek, right? Sure. Um. You open it one peek. Um. Canadian one peek. One little peek. One little peek. Several fingers stick out of the bag, <laughs> and suddenly there are hands, and they are pulling the bag open. I close the bag. And. and and you try to close the bag. Give me a strength check. Uh, strength check. I'm pretty strong, right? This could be mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. 12. You are pretty strong. Hold on. I'm going to roll a strength check for the thing inside the bag. Oh, God. What is it? Evil soul. How strong is a soul anyway? Uh, I, I just don't like the phrase, oh. I'm going to roll a strength check for the thing inside, thing inside the bag. The bag. <laughs> Uh, yeah. so that was a 15. So suddenly, uh, there, there are hands pulling the bag open and there is a face and a head and shoulders pushing <gasps> its way through the hole, the, the hole in the bag. The bag is, has gotten bigger, but see, and it seems to be there is a creature, uh, much larger than the bag itself in the bag, climbing out of the bag. It appears to be humanoid in nature. How, a whole how the bag currently, could I throw it into the oven? <laughs> Yes! Put it in the oven. Put it in the oven. Uh, you know what? That's pretty good thinking. Uh, I will say you can try. What do I need to try? Um, I don't know. What's a, That's probably like a dexterity check, right? Oh, yeah. uh, actually, that's called an oven check. Oven check? <laughs> oh, I've got plus seven for ovens. Nice. Oven handling. What's your score in cooking? Well, I mean, Crucible is basically... Crucible is one quarter oven on his mother's side. <laughs> that's offensive. I mean, uh, your right. name is Crucible. Yeah, that's true. I, to be fair. To be fair. I'm going to allow it. Uh, dexterity check, you say. That's how you, when you know somebody's about to say something really racist, that's when they say, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, yes. Oh, uh, all right. Nine. <laughs> All right. Uh the bag bangs off the uh the the front of the oven and hits the ground. The a, a, a humanoid creature shoulders head is pulling its way out. It looks like it's got the bag down to about its waist. Uh and you the creature is is still on the ground. It's still, you know, encumbered by being half in a bag. Uh but I will tell you the creature that you are seeing um it looks humanoid in nature it looks like perhaps it was at one point a human but there are several uh things that uh suggest that it is not a human at least not by the conventional sense uh <laughs> its skin is rather bluish uh its eyes uh do not are not really 
eyes, uh, but kind of just a burning hole that, gl- you know, that burns with a, a fiery glare that seems fixated on uh, Crucible just as it continues to struggle uh, quick out of the bag. Religion check? Okay. <laughs> what does your god tell you about bags? <laughs> well, uh, sorry, Crucible, what do you remember? That was a 13. 13? Uh, you know what? That's not bad. I'm going to tell you. Uh, you think that this might be a revenant. That would be undead, wouldn't it? Oh, dear. It? Yes. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to suggest that uh, everybody, well, I guess I was going to say everybody in this room, but probably just everybody should roll initiative and we should move in initiative order. How's that? Okay. Sure. Yep. Yep. Boy, I'm glad I blew my channel divinity on making that fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> was that today? That was, was yesterday, it? wasn't it? Was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, now I'm not sure. Or was it this morning? I don't remember if you did that before you went to sleep or oh, not. Oh, no, it was the this morning. Camp it was, was this morning. morning. Yeah, it was this it's, morning. It's been a day, people. It has been, been a day. Quite, quite um, a day. Just a reminder that undead are my favorite enemy. Yeah, you love nice. those undead. Why are rolls, uh, Roll20 hates me. Well, um, it really does. A lot of things are at best indifferent to you. Um, so the revenant, like Tony Sindelar. I'm your friend, but this revenant who I've created is not your friend. Um, <laughs> would my religion re- check have been high enough to tell me if revenants l- care about radiant damage? Uh, I think you could surmise that all undead uh, will be. Well, I guess not all not undead, all, but. Um, yeah, I'm going to tell you that radiant damage would be bad. How about for that? It, for it, not for us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, prob- Dan, don't walk around like firing like holy holy light into people's <laughs> eyes. That's rude. That is yeah. rude. I'll do what I yeah. want. Well, I mean, you, that your party that may have feeling about that. Yeah, Dan, well, you did that. You opened a bag with a revenant in it. <laughs> All right, yep. Imra. Uh, Crucible has flung. <laughs> Half a person in the bag containing the rest of them across the room in the direction of the oven. They bounced off the front of the oven and they're trying to, they're disentangling themselves from the bag. I don't know, 15 feet away from you across this cluttered room. You are the first to react. All right. I'm going to go and stand in front of the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pull out my long sword plus one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to roll a, oh, one. But I get another attack, so I'm going to try this again. I, you know what? I'm going to tell you, when somebody's in a bag and you're trying to hit them with a longsword, you got advantage. That's how I feel. Oh, okay. So I mean, in he, that case... This Revenant is half tangled up in a bag. so you It know. makes me scared when Tony is this nice at the beginning of a <laughs> yeah. battle. Yeah. I'm your friend. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. By the way, just, I'm just going to just tear these up. <laughs> Oh my uh, word. Uh-huh. I don't like this practice. <laughs> Look, we didn't make enough resources for the team to just replace everybody. <laughs> who, who, so, who's, who's that on? Uh, Jane, Jane, can you uh can you build six six new character <laughs> chains real quick? You're good at that. Uh they are all going to have the same character concept, so <laughs> that that'll be a very a effective I and yes. I did have Jane, two other Jane, possible that's characters a, for that's this, a so plus. I'm good. <laughs> that's not a that is not a that's not a like a that's just okay. efficiency. Well, yeah, if, guys, if when, we all make it, th- it out of this fight, I will share with the backup character. If you guys all die, I'm prepared to just narrate. Rick Tavio's been working on his uh, <laughs> spoken word stuff. He's got a tight five hours that he is just prepared to rock out at the uh, the Blue Water Inn. So we just we cut back to him. A um, time five <laughs> which hours, God. Mm-hmm. All okay, right. so I got a 24 on my second uh, 
attempt, and that's, I'm assuming, going to hit yes. for 10 damage. Okay, is that just uh, uh, that was sword, one attack. Sword, sword damage? Magic um, sword radiant, damage. Or not radiant, but uh, magic sword, plus one sword. Okay. Uh, second is a 14 with advantage. Uh, I believe a 14 will hit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Somehow I'm even more scared now. <laughs> uh, so that's a 10 as well. Okay. And I guess, can we just say that I am kind of over here in the corner? Um, so I made room for other people to come in. Yeah. Is I feel okay? like, you know, it's a small cluttered room. You get to decide yeah. how close you're going to be. Okay. Um, let's see. And I'm going to tell Androdite to go outside. All right. Uh, so the Revenant is next. The Revenant is going to spend its movement to climb out of the bag. There is now an undead figure standing in, in, in the room in front of the oven. The glowing fires of the oven backlight it and honestly just make it look, uh, you know, more intimidating than if you had not thrown it at the oven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of stares around with his burning eyes for, for who will he target. And his gaze falls upon one forged crucible on a tar's something. Um, <laughs> crucible on a tar's Rude. something. Uh, one on one crucible. Uh, now, uh, crucible, this revenant is going to unleash upon you its vengeful glare. Uh, I would like you to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. I can do that, but I need to know what the vengeful glare looks like, Tony. Could you demonstrate? Uh, I'm already wearing my contacts, so it's like that. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Dang. Okay, even more scared. Uh, all right, wisdom saving throw. Come Here, on. I can put my glasses on, on top of my contacts. That'll uh, double the vision. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great, right? So. 23! Yeah! Right. <laughs> Please be high enough. Fine. Um, let me just see if anything happens on a success. Um, what what does half a glare do anyway? It's like it's like a wink. Then all right. Yeah. So uh, you're very are, different. You very are different. relatively unscathed, uh, Crucible, but you know that that revenant has basically sworn vengeance upon you. And I'm even going to tell you, you want to give me another quick uh, religion check about the yep. nature of revenants? Sorry, I pressed a button, so to ignore that, but it's, <laughs> that may be important for future knowledge. Uh, religion 13 again. All right, so revenants are uh, undead, but they are a little different than other undeads. Uh, it's kind of strange. They they look very zombie-esque, but they're almost like a ghost that has happened to him and inhabited a zombie. Uh, for a revenant is basically a lost and tortured soul who uh, has died a particularly tragic death, and they tend to fixate themselves on one creature that they will haunt endlessly. Uh, you might know that a revenant at all times knows the distance to and directed direction of any creature upon which it has it seeks revenge. Uh, even if the creature and the revenant are on different planes of existence. Um, the wow. and the I revenant made a, would I made a friend is what you're saying. <laughs> and the revenant would know as you die. And I'm even going to tell you this. Uh, like when you kill a revenant, they just eventually like reassemble themselves. What? Yeah. Awesome. Is yeah. there a way so you've to made stop a permanent friend. That Put might them be in a thing. bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That might be a thing to think think about outside of combat. 
and also vis-a-vis are we just going to open every bag we find um, oh I hate this <laughs> <laughs> Barovia Barovia everything's great in Barovia do we just uh, run away and lock it in the bone grinder Elevore it's your turn <laughs> I don't like this <laughs> <laughs> Is Elevore tapping out? He's like, Elevore, I'm just you gonna... Could, you could lock them in. There is... You do have a rogue and two uh, plump children upstairs, so... You see, Tony, wow. the thing is... I, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Tony, did you not consider our feelings when you were yeah. building this encounter? <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, Why do you I know what? You know, he did, did. did? Did anyone consider my feelings when they opened that bag? No. That's true. No. This is not a game about feelings. This is a game about right and wrong. <laughs> and you were and, wrong to open bags. And wrong is opening that dog. Sometimes on. bags have money in them. That's all I'm saying. Bags <laughs> made out of flesh? It's Dan, I did tell you. I told you the bag was made out of flesh. You knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I assume. But it's Barovia. Like all bags are proud. Yeah, I assume. That, yeah, exactly. Barovia, like souvenirs. Like when you go to the like the gift shop, I just assume all those <laughs> little change purses are made out of flesh. Mm-hmm. So, like in Somerville, we've banned plastic bags. Do you think they ban flesh bags also, or are flesh bags? No, good? I think they're, they're mandated. I think they mandated <laughs> flesh bags. They're reusable. They're reusable, but uh, they each have a remnant. <laughs> they have a remnant in them. So you know. <laughs> Right. How do you feel about the environment? Uh, I'm you need sorry, somebody Micah. to help carry your groceries in. Um, Michael, we're talking over your turn because we're that's jerks. Okay. <laughs> you see Elevore place his hands together um, and sort of mumble a, a quiet thing. And then suddenly up from the tops of his hands, uh, a, f- a fire shoots out and forms a blade. Um, and he has cast Flame Blade. Uh, so I'm going to roll... 11 plus uh, 17 to hit. That'll hit. All right. So far, the lowest number you've hit on is a 14. Thank you for that. All right. Nine damage. Nine fire damage. All right. Revenant still looking pretty good. Oh, and um, I think I'm going to stay where I am for now. All right. So right now... Right now, Elevore, you are, I believe, the only one kind of engaged with the Revenant. Is that correct? That uh, seems, yeah, seems yeah. so. Imra, you ran over, hit it, and then backed off. Crucible, you haven't had a chance to move yet. Broldish, uh, I don't think you had a chance to go yet either. No, um, I'm not. I okay. didn't go until five. All right. Lena Lena, you are next. You are uh, several floors above, yep. uh, but you have heard the sound of, we'll say, the sound of battle below. Uh, you exchange a knowing look with Arena, perhaps, or at least Arena exchanges a knowing look with you. Um, and yeah, it's you, Arena, and two children recently freed from cages up on the third floor. So, um, I think that Irina's first priority is to try and make sure that whatever's going on downstairs, um, they don't know that there are kids up here. So mm. she is going to turn to them and um, basically, you know, hold up a hand and tell them to be quiet. Um, or, you know, you know, shush them silently, um, as well back as Irina. In, back in the cages, kids, for your protection. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but basically, like, you know, um, make sure that they know to hide mm-hmm. um, and not come out unless somebody comes to get them or it's quiet for a really long time. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, Lena is assessing which child she could use as a weapon in an emergency situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Lena is going to uh, see. She's going to head down these stairs. Do the okay. hags still look dead? Yeah, they look very dead. Cool. Love that. So uh, you can kind of approximate, uh, yeah. Jane, each square is like five feet. I don't know what your speed is. Because yeah. um, it's not, you are two floors up, but it's a pretty small windmill. So Right. So her um, walking speed is 30 feet. So I think that it's less than six squares of stairs. Yeah, it looks like it. It's pretty... It's a, com- a compact. And I forget windmill. if stairs are like technically difficult terrain, but she's not actually going all the way across the. Uh, I feel like they can't be difficult terrain going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, just Lena the last throws ones herself to- down the stairs. Yeah, that's she- a spiral staircase. <laughs> though. Yeah, oh, yeah. She she like sleds down on using one of the children. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yep, absolutely. Um. So I am going to try and use my insightful fighting. Um. To make an insight check on um the beastie that i have intuited exists based on the sounds of groaning battle etc mm-hmm. um so I mean, you that- already have somebody that's within five feet of it so do you not just automatically get sneak attack um it might give me other aspects ah, of its gotcha. vulnerabilities cool um yes we want that yes um so that is going to be a, uh, oh, goodness gracious, that is a 23 insight check. So that's contested against its deception. Uh, I, I feel like, um, which, charisma. uh, which charisma? Charisma. How does yeah. this Revenant have good charisma? He lives in a bag. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm a Revenant. I, I All right. Feel, I feel like following a single person across the plains because you're so angry at them is like a yeah. big charisma move. <laughs> I don't understand. Charisma. charisma just means that you have personality. It doesn't mean that you have a good personality. I'm a with personality. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I will be playing this revenant after it kills my character. <laughs> uh, so this is an aside that Eric can edit out later. Uh, I just got back from a conference where they're, you know, do it, talking about various professional development things and they were talking about people's strengths and weaknesses. I did not demand that they suddenly, they interpret everything into Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> but uh, it is interesting the, you know, the amount of nouns and uh, adjectives that Dungeons and Dra- Dragons gives you for describing humans that, uh, or <laughs> non-humans that w- people who are talking in the workplace do not always use. But I did enjoy in one workshop they discussed, uh, the concept of woo. W O O, which oh, no. is basically charisma. So, um, so but, that's that would be a char- terrible character sheet attribute. Yeah. Like, Ew. oh yeah, I'm gonna this character. My primary stat is woo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also put points in Elon and Verve. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, short story: uh, this this revenant has very good charisma, but when you roll a three, you lose to Lena Delina's. Uh, yeah. Her superior woo. Her superior. Well, it's insight. So he attempted to woo. You really wooed that revenant there. Uh, Correct. So what do you Um, learn uh, that I can tell you about the nature of revenants, Lena Delina? So I basically get everything that I would get off of a successful insight check. So um, what he's about, what his motivations are, who he's angriest at. What he's into. So what he's likely to do. 
Yeah, hobbies. Okay. Likes, dislikes. Uh, likes, dislikes. Well, let me tell you about this revenant. We still have not exchanged business cards and learned his names. Right. Um, but uh, you would know that re- revenants are resistant to necrotic and psychic. Mm-hmm. They are totally immune to poison. They cannot be charmed, exhausted, frightened, paralyzed, poisoned, or stunned. Uh, they can see in the dark. Um, they speak whatever languages they knew in life. And they are basically obsessed with um, tracking down whatever creature they have sworn vengeance upon. In this case, it seems to be whoever opened the bag. Um Cool. Let's see. Was there I a think vulnerability he, in there? Right. I didn't hear anything about <laughs> yeah, like skip, how it skipped it's, over um, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. No, this guy doesn't have any vulnerability. He's great. Uh, the one <laughs> vulnerability he has is that if he takes uh, fire or radiant damage, his regeneration doesn't function. Mm, okay. That's very important. <laughs> so, so I'm not hearing anything that makes me not want to shoot him with a crossbow. No. So I'm going to do that. D- he, um, he dislikes crossbows. Hobbies. Not getting shot with a crossbow. Escaping a bag. Those are his, you know, long uh, walks on a bag. Does a 14 hit him? It does. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, long walks in a bag. Long walks in a bag, thank you. So Okay. Um, so that is going to be with sneak attack. Because I got... Yeah, you sh- you basically managed to shoot him in the side of the head from the uh, the stairs. He's unexpecting that. Yep. Um, so that is just 10 crossbow damage. Mm. All right. And we learned some invaluable rev facts. Yeah. Lena just, sh- like, shouts. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, could, he, could see it, he could see it in the dark. Not Use relevant, it. Lena. <laughs> Use radiant and fire. <laughs> Mainly, I like to give you a lot of information because it's like your ability to convey that information uh, coherently to other people is diminished rapidly. Yeah. So, so. so it's like... <laughs> This Use is fire. Less- Use yeah. holy fire. Bernie, Bernie. So, so my Bernie, Bernie sword is good? Is, Bernie, is that what yes. you're saying? Yes. His Listeners, this Bernie, is a valuable true. lesson about uh, sharing information and delivering feedback in a team situation in which things are high stress, is you've got to prioritize what information. Delivering all information is not actually useful. So. Yep. Remember that for the next time you have to fight a revenant at work. Also, the TPN series where we do team building exercises. Guys, I am this close to rebranding this episode brought to you by LinkedIn. No, seriously, LinkedIn is if I use their name again, they said they'll sue us. So, so yep, that is my turn. All right, ten crossbow damage to the as yet unnamed revenant, Irina Kolyana. Uh, it technically goes now. Uh, uh, Aline, you're kind of controlling Arena, though Jane suggested Alina, Arena's perhaps next course of action. What do you think? I think Arena's going to stay up with the kids. She only has four hit points, so she's right. not feeling too great. She's going to kind of stay and try to keep keep the kids calm. I feel like you shouldn't abandon children you just rescued, yeah. but I don't know. I yeah. mean, there's no handbook for adventuring. Um, and hopefully they-, they won't turn on her. For yep. some reason, you know. Yes, uh, Broldish, you are down on the in the the entryway of the windmill. There is no vestibule; it's not that fancy. Um, yeah. What next? So I'm gonna assume that I heard yelling, <laughs> shouting the word "radiant," perhaps. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I will turn and go back inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Branding Smite uh, on on my axe, 
well, I mean, just casting it in general. So I can use anything to attack. And then, then I'm going to attack with my axe. Go. Twenty-two. Wow. Yeah, that hits. Okay, good. All right. Um, then I do eleven points of regular old slashing damage, mm-hmm. and nine radiant damage. Okay. And if it was invisible, it would become visible. Oh, it was, sh- it was, it was, as far as you can tell, at least 99% visible. Okay. Well, it's, it is now shedding a, uh, shedding dim light in a five foot radius and can't become invisible until the spell ends. Okay. Uh, and I get to attack it again. Oh. Yep. You attack the glowing revenant. 99% visible is my favorite podcast. I yeah. knew someone was going to do it. <laughs> that was, that was the reference. Well played. 16? Uh, 16 hits. Yay. So that All right, is... th- this revenant I w- I thought was going to be uh, a bigger threat than it was. So, so that is six points of regular damage and five points of radiant damage. All right, and that is it for my turn. Okay. Oh, I will belatedly say, in Hala's name, praise Hala. <laughs> On rant. Uh, Crucible, you are across the room. A revenant is being wailed on by your friends, but you know that it, it looks at you with fiery eyes. What will you do? I, I return that favor with fiery eyes, shooting lasers at it uh, in the form of a uh, sacred flame. Okay. I would like it to make a dexterity saving throw, please. All right. Where are my revenant stats? Uh, are my revenant stats? <laughs> dexterity. Uh, 20. Can't do anything right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would open less bags if I were you. Just I've learned an Fewer bags, Tony. Tonight. Fewer. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tuesday night. Technical Tuesday night. <laughs> I think there's nothing. You could get up close to it. Mm, I'm definitely not give it a kiss. Someone is going nice. to have to... to Somebody you know. needs to woo the Revenant. Yeah. Woo the Revenant, you say. Uh, probably not me. How are people doing health-wise? Oh, Especially I'm the front line. I don't think anyone has actually been hit by it yet. It only, if, oh, but some people may still be... Did every, I wasn't sure. Yeah, we didn't have time hurt. to heal. Yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. I may get hit by it. I could use some healy healers. I will... Uh, I don't know how much damage it does. I think I have enough hit points that if it hits me, I wouldn't go down, probably. <laughs> A question we may soon have an answer to. All right. I'm going to send a uh, healing word uh, Elephor's way. Uh, so that will be uh, five hit points nice. of healing for Elevor. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Ooh. Travel down the bone crusher and back again. A bone grinder <laughs> and back again. Crucible of Yordan, it's Imra's turn. Okay. Do I still have advantage? No, he got out of the bag. So. He got out of the bag. <laughs> Jerk yeah. face. The cats. Okay. Put that D20 back. All right. Am, how far am I from it at this point? I would say less than 10 feet. Less than 10 feet. Closer than five feet? Uh, I was going to say about five feet, maybe. Okay. So I will use my longsword plus one again. All right. 
Um, that is a 22. That hits. <laughs> and that is nine points of damage. All right. Second attack. The Revenant does not look great. I mean, he never looked great, but now he's starting to look <laughs> right, stru- right. structurally compromised. Good night, Erica's mom. <laughs> um, second was uh, 14 for another nine. All right. Okay. I think you may, this Revenant may not really scare you that much. I mean, other than crawling out of a bag. Um, but <laughs> I'm pretty creeped out. I feel like here's its chance to do some damage before it goes down. So here's my question. The Revenant is standing in front of the oven. He is glowing from, uh, an attack. Uh, I think right up in front of him is Broldish with a glowing axe and, uh, Elevor with a burning sword. He, the, uh, Revenant is fixated on Crucible, but, uh, let me ask you, who does he have to go through to get to Crucible? Well, he At would, least one Broldish. There right. would also be an opportunity attack if he actually physically moves away from me. All right. I think he's going to... Th- I feel like Broldish got right up in there. So uh, the creature is going to start with Broldish. Uh, so the Revenant is, as far as you can tell, unarmed. All it has done so far is scare, stare spookily at Dan. Um, so... Uh, Broldish, the Revenant's going to start by just throwing some punches. Uh, it's got kind of weird, uh, horrible talon-like fists, and it's going to swing them in your direction. Okay, I have a shield. Okay. Uh, Erica, does a 17 hit Broldish? Nope. All right. It's horrible little undead fists, like hit my rain, <laughs> rain blows upon your shield, which is unscathed. Um you clang, know what? Clang. It is clang, clang, clang went the Revenant. Um, clang, clang, clang goes the Revenant. And speaking of trolleys <laughs> across the room, uh, Citadel, not Citadel, Crucible, give me another wisdom saving throw. Dice are not on my side tonight. That's what I, I like go. to hear. Uh, critical. What? All right. yeah. <laughs> uh, you feel great, but I'm even going to tell you because on a critical... Uh, you know that if you failed that DC 15 wisdom saving throw from its vengeful glare, uh, you would be paralyzed by the Revenant. Um, I can fix that. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not so, worried. My so God no need is to worry side. about it. Yeah, no need to worry. <laughs> yeah. Knowing is half the battle. smiles upon me. Yes. Uh, all right. I suspect that you may be able to deny this Revenant another turn and <laughs> learn a valuable lesson about bags. Elevore. Oh, man. Uh, is 11 enough to hit? No. <laughs> Alas. Cool, bro. Well, that's all I got for you. You slice a corner off of the the stove with your burning <laughs> blade. <laughs> Ooh, lighting a fire in the <laughs> oven that's brighter than ever. Lena, Lena, you stand upon these stairs leading into the fray, hefting a crossbow. What will you do? Uh, She is going to... Um, drop the crossbow and charge up ah, with her whoa. swords held aloft. Um, that's a 14 on the die, so that one will hit. Yep. Um, so that is going to be a... So her first hit is 15 damage, and then let's see with the offhand... Uh, that is seven plus seven is 14. Um, so that's wow. going to be another six damage. 
Yeah, it is. Sorry, 14. Oh, sorry, six. Got it. I started yep. writing down. Yep. So right. she, you know, has yeah. a powerful blow with a first sword and then sort of a jab with the second one. You are chopping off bits of the Revenant leather armor yeah. and bits of the Revenant itself. Blue chunks of rotting flesh drop to the ground of the windmill. Why are they um, Somehow it's not making this place any grosser than it already was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the property values are yeah, they really are go- taking a hit. They are going to lose their deposit. Oh, they're dead. Um, <laughs> Actually, so Elevore probably still has speak with animals up. What do the animals in this room think of what's happening? I think they all ran away, right? <laughs> uh, well, the to- the frogs are they're in a cage. You know, they're all caged. Yeah, the chickens, <laughs> I will tell you, uh, Elevore, uh, the chickens are displeased. Uh, and the frogs are not happy. So, <laughs> yeah. good to know. See, here's how I'm feeling about it: is I don't. I think that I was casting speak with animals, but then this stuff happened, and so I was interrupted. So that way, uh, I have not okay. used. So the you, spell you'd slot. have to pick that out using just. <laughs> Just normal context. animal senses. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, the, um, chick, clues. the chicken, the chicken body language suggests you anxiety. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's just my normal animal handling proficiency. <laughs> Please don't put that on the internet. Um, How do the frogs go? Wait, what do the frogs sound like right now? Ribbit. Oh, I was hoping for They're more. They're chill. They're very oh, chill. That's 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 ribbit is it means everything is bad. <laughs> I was you gotta, riveting, Tony. You gotta, riveting. you gotta, you gotta look for the nuance, Dan. Um, mm. All right, Broldish, it's your turn. While all this nonsense is happening, I'm just gonna try to wail on it again. Wail on it away. Uh, that is a 15 to hit. Yep, damage. So 11 regular damage. Eight radiant damage. All right. Yeah. It looks then, like uh, one oh, one good hit would take down this revenant. Well, I've got my second attack coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is only an eleven to hit, so that does not contact. I feel like somebody between now and the revenant is probably going to get it. So I'm not going to use my inspiration. For the next in the order is the revenant's sworn enemy, one forged in Anatar's crucible. Crucible. Uh, what will you do? I will. For you attempt. have done all of this to your friends <laughs> because you couldn't leave a bag alone. Rolling for guilt, Tony. <laughs> uh, I will attempt again to summon the power of my god and shoot laser beams. Let's just say canonically out of my eyes. Yeah, that seems why cool. not? Oh, I like it. I yeah, like why that. Not? Uh, have him make a dexterity saving throw, please. All right. But badly. Could you roll badly, please? I did. You, Dan, <laughs> you're welcome. I Thank rolled you. a, that's a six on the die. That's an eight total. How's that? Awesome. That He will get hit by some radiant lasers to the tune of, boy, that's the second one there. Ten. Ten radiant damage. It's enough. Can you describe for us, Dan, the sight of an undead revenant having its face melted off by a uh, I would laser say beam. a crucible just sort of leans back. Lasers shoot from his eyes and immolate the revenant, disintegrating it into dust. That would be nice. You didn't that- tell me you could do that. It only That's works so sometimes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so there is now basically just a pile of embers where the Revenant once was. Uh, but I would say anyone close enough to that would notice that the embers are twitching. Yeah. Um, mm. I think. Can we put them in the bag? Immediately we should. Yeah, I think we should bury 
We should bury different parts of the dust in different places, like dig I, a bunch of holes. And I think that we mm. learned that to create the bag, we need to have a human sacrifice, and it takes seven days. So oh, you can't reuse also, the same also, bag? And like three hags, which you... Yeah. Uh, Somebody just three murdered hags. three hags. That was but <laughs> three I mean, perfectly we, good we can hags. spread it out over <gasps> a great different distance. Yeah, oh. Let's put it into the bag and then tie it to the side of Pony Cindelarent and then just have him run as fast as he can down the road. Oh, <laughs> oh with the, the bag open, with the, yeah, with the hole in the bag. <laughs> yeah, can we can do that. I? Can I? I would just like to roll and see since undead are my favorite enemy. Yeah, if I know of how to properly dispose of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, have a, um, I want to see if my ceremony spell can do anything about that. So would that be a like an insight? Uh, I will give you. Like, it's probably. I'm, it sounds like wisdom to me. It or sounds like what? I'm sorry. Actually, probably intelligence. I think it's probably intelligence. intelligence. Yeah, and you. And so, thing. because it's your favorite enemy, you have advantage, right? Yeah. So that was a fifteen. All right. Um. So here is the bad news about revenants. Revenants are very, very fixated on uh, avenge or on on vengeance. Um, the they are immune to many of the normal things that could lay an undead to rest, such as turn undead. And uh, if a revenant's body is destroyed, which I think is what you've done now, uh, you know you can basically kill them, which temporarily inconveniences them. Um, the Revenant's soul will probably search for and inhabit and animate another available corpse sometime in the next two to one to two days. Is there any way to prevent that? Um, the only way that you would know of Imra to prevent that would be a relatively powerful spell such as the Wish spell. Okay, I'm going to tell what? everybody that. Wish spell? That's wait, like a wait, level wait, wait, wait. nine spell, man. What did you say? Its whole purpose is, is revenge? Vengeance. I vengeance. Need, why on me? And I let it out. I was being nice. <laughs> uh, can I make? Can I try a religion check again to see if there's anything else that would do this? Or are we pretty sure? Cons- yeah, I'll tell. I got more revenant facts. Fourteen. <laughs> uh, Crucible. As the target of the vengeance, you would know that no magic can hide a creature pursued by a revenant. Oh my um, god. So All we right, have a well, recurring. Next time it- Can we pretend you're dead yeah. somehow? <laughs> the revenant does not. Re- we actually kill him. I the revenant know. doesn't require air, food, drink, or sleep. It will hunt you mercilessly hey, as long too. as it can. Well, just keep walking in a circle. <laughs> this is it. Follows. Yeah. Oh man! Next I time it comes, we don't kill it. We just find I don't know. Stack boulders on top of it, or. Befriend it. Chop maybe off, chop maybe off its limbs. Befriend it. I like that. Maybe we can charm it. No, it can't uh, be charmed. He's immune to charm. I, I don't I don't mean like with spells. <laughs> She's yeah. woo it. Can we woo it? Can we woo it? You know what? We don't know. It's not it's not available right now. Because maybe someone incinerated reason. it. <laughs> maybe we can reason with it. I mean, whatever you did to it, it, as far as I can tell, you just freed him. Surely he would be angrier at whoever killed him in the first this place. This does not and seem like the them. kind of creature that subscribes to reason. <laughs> Hard to say. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it, you've certainly entered a new era, a new chapter in this adventure in that uh, Onatar now has a thing that will hunt him mercilessly forever. So basically, anytime Tony thinks that we are taking too long to do something, suddenly <laughs> yeah, comes back and kicks our ass. Cool. Also, because cool, cool, cool. you've destroyed this physical form, it will return in a form that you won't recognize. Oh, my God. Awesome. It could be a pony. Yeah. At least it happened to the one who doesn't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you checked ooh. your Have you checked your pony recently? <laughs> oh my god! I did so, check my pony recently. So there. How are people doing <laughs> on health? Because I can heal everybody if, if yeah. we need that. Oh wait, <laughs> way to try to curry favor with them after endangering uh, I mean, everyone forever. I, I, I just I, opened I, a bag. I think that we should take the children and um, maybe some Kidnapping. chickens and head back to town. Some yeah, I would, I would like to spend some time. Just, like we could just, I could use hit dice if we could. If you just, give me ten yeah, minutes, I can literally heal six people. Oh wow! Arena okay. needs healing. Arena's up with the kids still. Yeah, okay. I who need healing. Who needs? So, I could heal myself, but I have very few spell slots. Okay, so, I have one spell that will heal six people. So let's just do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll stand here for ten minutes, and no one will touch anything. <laughs> There is still, just to recap, in this room, you got some chickens. Tony, quiet down. We're not touching okay. anything. You got All a right. crate full of frogs. There's, uh, there was oh, God, the one of the chickens is going to be the Revenant. <laughs> I think, I think uh, Lena, I think the implication was that it had to be a corpse. Um, but one of the chickens does chickens. have a glint in its eye. What if the vamp- <laughs> What if the devil comes back after we kill it as the Revenant? What was that? Sorry. Nothing. Never mind. No, no ideas. No, I get all my best ideas. You guys come up with tortures I could never imagine. <laughs> so there's five of us plus Irina. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cast Prayer of Healing, and that will give everybody some hit points back. Yep. Uh, everybody gets 14 hit points. Woo! Holy wow. moly. That's so many. Yeah, holy. That's, that's why he can do that, because he's holy. I am, <laughs> I am holy. 30. How many times a day can you do that on a uh, crucible? Uh, second level spell, so I don't know, four or five. But I that's pretty good. I've used a bunch of other spell slots, so today not so much. Mm. So, which uh, what haunted windmill do you want to go do next? I think that we should take the children back to town. Agreed. Which horrible town did you want to take them to? Velaki, from which our horrible town. Can we ask them? Yeah, but we, bel- we don't know where they're from. They're not believe, their parents uh, yeah, sold them, they so they, they should be yeah. Barovia, weren't they? Yes, but their parents yes. sold them. So. Oh, that's right. Right. right yeah. Neither right. neither freak nor Myrtle was enthusiastic about the idea of returning to Barovia, the town where their chil- their parents sold them in return for pastries. Maybe yeah. they would like to live with the uh, Vistani. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, that that may be a better life for uh, them. Didn't he can't, say he we can't go back us? to that camp. Yeah, yeah. we we well, can tie you know. a little bow around their necks and send them. <laughs> write a little, write a little note. I mean, the life that awaits them in Velaki is one of hard labor. Maybe best case scenario, they're serving mead at a tavern. Worst case scenario is worse. <laughs> I think yep. we should send them to the Vistani. Yep. I agree. That seems reasonable. I mean, one of them's name is Freak. Yeah, F R E. We could, you know what? We could put them on it's Pony Cindelart. Yes, we and can have, put them on like Pony from like Sindelart. a half a mile away. P- pony will carry them in, and then you know they get off the pony. <laughs> they pony will hand the note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no pony will. 
Pony it's so carrying smart. it in his teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, Barovia does not have the same kind of uh, urchin class that, say, your water deeps have. And this could be the first, this could be building that up, right? And so yeah. We're, yeah. Until you, we're creating a new. Uh, until you have a network the- of messengers and spies, you know. Um, <gasps> Our first network of messengers. Oh, in a way, these are, these are your great. first. I mean, you, you've, you've got some tentative allies among the Vistani, and you've got some information from Madame mm-hmm. Eva, and you, you met some people at the bar, but these Land are the first base. people that owe you their lives. So, right. Yeah. So yeah. we can that have them That is the corner, well of cornerstone us. of adventure. And the Vistani leader's child, yeah. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but he it's paid for that. Yeah, <laughs> no, that true. debt is settled, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't get is a unicorn though? carpet, so is yeah. it really? <laughs> you had the choice of a unicorn carpet. You took haunted money instead. <laughs> Okay, well, that's only one choice, but all right. <laughs> all right, let's let's do that. Yeah, all let's right. do the equivalent mm-hmm. of a hostage transfer, but it's not like that. <laughs> it was, I, we, we swear, it's not like but that. slightly more heroic. The, yeah. the, they're like really flowery lettering on the. You don't do the cutout of the magazine for the. the um, Listen, he doesn't really want to murder us. We don't want to be murdered, but honor dictates that if he sees us, he'll have to murder us. So. We'll make yeah. sure he doesn't see us. He just sees mm-hmm. the orphans. Yes. Or effective yeah, and, orphans that yeah, we're sending to him on a magical horse. Yes. <laughs> All, All right. Things, yeah. yes. And so you do. Our adventurers <laughs> make their way back from the bone grinder, somehow victorious. The the raven perched outside the bone grinder is cause no more, but gives you a kind of, I, I told you so, look, as it tilts its head <laughs> and flaps away. I'm, and and you I'm going to nod back. You yeah, make your yeah, way you. over hill and vale back to the outskirts of the town of Velaki. You write up the note. You explain to Freak and Myrtle their new life among the Vistani will be better than their sad lives in Barovia. Little Barovia, that is. They still have their sad lives in big Barovia. Um, <laughs> and Pony Sindelarnt uh, escorts them uh, to the Vistani, where they are reasonably welcomed let's say and, and then returns uh you uh make your way back into the town of Velaki uh through the gate that you left by so you, there's no additional paperwork or anything uh and the sun is setting it is it is looks like it's uh it's it's evening is imminent here uh in Velaki so you have dealt with the windmill and hopefully i don't know probably don't want to go back there anymore unless you want to like talk to some chickens no. Uh, no, i mean i feel like you could you could talk to some local chickens and should them. we Maybe. release the chickens otherwise they're just gonna like starve to death i will yeah. you know what i will uh, I, I will show you a one piece of mercy if you can decide collectively as a group in 30 seconds whether you released all the chickens or not I'll let and you do that frogs. retroactively. All the chickens and, and the frogs. frogs. All sure. chickens and the chickens, chickens and the frogs. And the frogs. Yes. All right. Surely there will not be any repercussions oh, for no, that. The chickens ate the frogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Good. They didn't starve. Uh, you guys Circle are going to get to life. level 10 and fight one giant mech, mech oh, no, chicken. the frogs were racist. <laughs> <laughs> Why are the uh, frogs We've been milkshake frogs. <laughs> They're everywhere now. <laughs> Why is it so dark there? All of yeah, <laughs> Jane, Jane, it's too I, spooky. Too spooky, Jane. Jane, Jane actually Jane, went to So you have rescued two children. You have handed them over to some strangers. Rangers, who seemed who seemed <laughs> nice as you do as you I do mean, they're better you, than us yeah they I didn't mean, kill us when they were told to kill us therefore they're good yeah that's uh, logic and, that's just logic and i think for lack of a of another uh, human settlement to go to before nightfall you find yourself spending a second night in the town of Velaki. Uh, i believe you still have rooms for now <laughs> you haven't lost your deposit at the blue water inn um 
but I am not sure where you wish to go next and what other things you want to do today. What to do to die today? How much well, I think we should tell the left? mayor that we've taken care of the uh, dreaming problem? sweet hag problem. That's a great idea. And and maybe we can use it to try and get a moment with him alone without his freaky armed arm guy uh, lieutenant. <laughs> Um, you could do that. So you want to go to the Burgermeister's mansion? It is getting a little bit late, but perhaps he is still taking uh, visitors at this time. Maybe Otherwise, you could do we, that first thing in the morning. To, maybe we just do that tomorrow morning and just go to our Bed. our rooms yeah. tonight. That that could be sure. fair. I mean, unless you want to check back in with the toy maker guy, just no, make sure that his shop hasn't been burned I don't down. Think that's necessary. He's fun. We can look at it from across the street. It hasn't burned down, has it? The the, the toy maker shop appears unburned. Okay. Cool. That's good. That's good. All right. So you want to head right to the Blue Water Inn? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, do you need to have dinner? Do you want to mingle with the other uh, residents, well, or do you want to just go to sleep? Normally, this is where I would put a unicorn carpet in front of the window, but <laughs> alas, that's not something I can do. I think we that's should. Thing you do? I think the people who need to eat dinner should eat dinner before going to bed. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. Wow. And- wow. <laughs> Those people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know Yeah, you know what uh, somebody who's being stalked by a merciless undead soul should do is but wander off on his own and talk about how great it is that he doesn't oh, have no, to no, eat. No, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to pretend to eat soup. No, you Would should you should have to wait outside with the horses. Yeah. Can you absorb nutrients from them, Dan? He just drinks the soup and it just like it just like <laughs> Like right. <laughs> tell yeah. us yes please please yeah. tell us what Dan, you so, that can't that can't be good for your finish no, it's, it's like lubrication it's I, I think yeah. the first thing we should do is strategize how we're going to prevent the thing that happened yesterday from happening again tonight we could i wonder if they have any rooms with no windows they would probably be very happy to give us some rooms with no windows <laughs> Do they that have a, a cellar that we can bring some beds into? <laughs> a cellar door. Um, so let me let me think on that for a second. Um, so let's just so that you're going to go into the. Do you want to go up to your room? Do you want to convene outside of the Blue Water Inn, or is this inside the Blue Water Inn? What I think we doing? should just go in and order food. Go in, and- get yeah. Some yeah. Food. All right. Uh, so you head into the Blue Water Inn. Uh, it is supper time. Uh, it looks like all the kind of regulars that you saw last time are there. Rick Tavio is at the bar. Uh, the uh, the Walker brothers are uh, arm wrestling and knocking soup over. Um, the two hunters them. are off in the corner, you know, drinking, looking kind of, you know, like they don't want to talk to anybody. There's also, I'd say it looks like a decent number of locals who are here just to have a meal. Uh, whereas I think last time you were a little bit later in the evening and it was just the people who were probably staying at the inn. And the, uh, the Mardikoff family that owns and runs the inn, uh, the, uh, husband and wife and their two children are kind of bustling about, uh, making sure that everyone is getting their, their various, uh, food and drink that they're ordered. So, but you, uh, you crowd in and you find a table to, uh, to kind of, uh, hang out around. Um, Arena takes this moment to say, I'm impressed by you people. You are very courageous. It is a good thing that you have done for these children. Aww. Barovia needs more souls like yours. Thank you. I owe it all to Hala. I'm not going to say that. I feel... <laughs> I f- Elevor's just touched. He feels that that was like a, a really sweet thing. It little If little Barovia had, had but one of you, it would have been a different place. If, and perhaps... Perhaps 
perhaps you people can change Barovia for the better. I think perhaps we would like the people of Barovia to stand up for themselves, but perhaps we can encourage that in some way. Perhaps we could set an example or encourage them. The people of Barovia need to see that it's possible to make change for themselves. That hasn't really been true, in my experience, at least. Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror starts playing. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy. Some some guy on a lute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna make change. Ricky starts singing. (laughs) For once in my life. No, that's not what happens, right? So nope, we we should <laughs> we should figure out what we're going to do as a sleeping situation because I would prefer to not be visited again in Does, such a manner as last night. I currently do not have the ability to cast the uh, a spell to protect us. I, I could perhaps tomorrow when I have a chance to prepare that spell, but perhaps someone else has the ability to cast some sort of spell that might create a protective uh, uh, uh some sort of uh, amulet prophylactic type thing i could protect one person but i think that uh maybe when the maybe when the bartender comes over to take our order for food we ask if there are are different rooms if there's a, di- a different room that we could take that's like an interior room where we wouldn't have to worry about windows and then we set a watch you know rotating watch and uh now we kind of know what we're watching for so i feel like we'd be much better prepared to deal with it if it if something did happen vampires and revenants awesome um (laughs) didn't did someone grab garlic oh i have so much garlic i pull (laughs) i start pulling that so do vampires count as undead for my um, i think so yeah. Okay, so I want to roll an intelligence check to see how far away garlic will keep vampires. Garlic check. Garlic check. I think I was the one who rolled and determined that it was garlic that garlic actually had uh, an effect on vampires. Nobody else thought that. I was the only one that thought yeah. it. But I was really and, sure and about Lena it. Lena was super convinced that you have to like decapitate them, which isn't as far as i know true <laughs> i'm still i'm still like making garlic necklaces for all of us yeah that's better safe than sorry that's what i always say <laughs> well, smell amazing um i rolled a 15 on my garlic check you're not so sure if that's a thing <laughs> okay i'm certain it is <laughs> Brold is just very convinced i love it <laughs> <laughs> okay oh. um yeah i think we should ask about interior rooms all right. So I'm going to flag down one of our innkeeper family members. Who's really charismatic and can like be apologetic and charming? I'm not charismatic, so like someone else might want to actually talk. I have a plus 2. Ricky 14. <laughs> uh so uh a- Danica Mardikoff, uh is the uh, the uh, wife and the husband and wife uh, proprietors of the inn. Uh, comes by, she's uh, she puts out a bunch of uh, uh, bowls of soup uh, for everybody, uh, including Onatar. Uh, it seems like soup is what is available today, um, and uh, she's just checking if you want in on if you want anything else uh, or if you want any drinks. 
Thank you so much. I think uh, most of us would also like something to drink. But before that, I would really like to apologize about the uh, the incident that happened with our room last night. Does she look like she knows what I'm talking about? Does she recognize us as the the poor people who broke her windows? Yes, that bat that was attracted to us for some reason and flew right through the glass. Well, bless your heart. That just, you know, it's a cost of doing business here in Vallaki. Uh I'm sure it won't happen again. And we, we do apologize for any inconvenience that caused. Well, I, wow. I, I'm we wondering if it's possible to have a uh, a room that doesn't have any windows. Do you have any rooms with no windows? Danica, Danica says, uh, "Well, I am, I am truly sorry about that. You see, most most guests do do appreciate the window, and we only have four guest rooms, and they all do have uh, at least at least one, if not several, windows. So, you know, I, I I don't really have anything we can offer you in terms of the no window situations. I mean, not with the comfort of a of a bed. I mean, if you if you wanted, I'm sure I could I could talk to my husband. We could make arrangements." I mean, I, I, it feels rude to even offer this, but I, perhaps it's what you're looking for. I mean, is that what we have some non room places we could put you up? I mean, you, you know, we could put you in the, uh, uh, in the basement. It's, it goes against everything I know as a hostess to even say these things, but well, in the stables. I, I look around at the table. Are the stables exposed? Are they considered part of the dwelling? Uh, yeah, is I, that, is that that may be va- that may be vampire law. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what what room that is a room has the fewest windows? There we go. Uh, well, we have uh two two bedrooms with two windows each, and one door adjoining. Ooh, that's door. probably our best. If you look on the map, those are rooms I and L. Or L and L. Or L and L, sorry. Or I and I. <laughs> or one, one, one and one. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's room These jokes make no sense to the audio <laughs> listeners. Yep. Uh, if you look over, I don't know if you can see uh, H, there is, uh, or it's on the, there's, there's Stop a. Stop naming uh, letters. <laughs> let me tell you about some of my favorite letters. Uh, you can see on the map where the stables are, which is just yes. around the back of the building. Yeah. yeah. I. Uh, I have a hard time thinking the stables are actually more defensible than a guest room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full of horses. Uh, <laughs> you stack those horse cops courses up. You got a, yourself a stew going. Or those horse uh, cops. Where did we stay last time? Which, uh, we were you in. stayed. I think you can actually, I think actually for whatever reason, uh, the arena token is still there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was, gotcha. this it's thing. a room with yeah. four, four beds. Yeah. And three windows. Yes, the that has one boarded up window. Hopefully, maybe we just maybe we just stay in the same room as before, gang. Since one of those windows is now boarded up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. I mean, at least if we stay in the same room, we'll all be together, together as yeah. opposed and, to split between two rooms. This time, we know that something might happen, so. We are at least a little more prepared we'll be than being totally blindsided. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do it Sounds up. about right. So uh, you enjoy your uh, your your soup. It seems to be a wolf meat based kind of thin stew. Um, 
there are, you know, there are beverages had, uh, people are coming and going, enjoying their meals and their, you know, early evening drinks, but it does look like the crowd is starting to thin out a little bit, uh, leaving only the people that are, uh, staying in the inn or nearby, um, left. Uh, so, you know, the Walker brothers are always there, always. Rick Tavio is at the bar. He seems to be telling Donica a very long story about something. And of course the hunters are off in the corner. I don't know if there's anything you wish to, uh, to glean from any of these fo- fellows uh, or individuals. Uh, it's up to you if you want to talk to people or not. As always, it's Dungeons & Dragons, an adventure we create together. Alright, so pulling up our quest log. Indeed. <laughs> um, crossed off um, dream cakes hags. Uh, we still have the uh, sunken city. We have... Mm-hmm. Porcupine Gosh, Grotto. Mm. Porcupine Grotto? That's not, that's a <laughs> that's joke. Not <laughs> oh. <laughs> a terrible joke, sorry. <laughs> We've got Monster Arm. We've got Face Window. We've got Abby. real. We've got the winery. We've yeah. got Rictavio's Tower. Mm, yes. Ooh, let's go to Rictavio's Tower. He's clearly not there. <laughs> in the middle of the night. We have a Vistani encampment on the list, but I'm not sure if that's something that we have now dealt with. I think we've dealt with that I one. I think, yeah. Okay, well, um, maybe tomorrow we try to cash in our cred from taking care of the hags to see if we can talk to the Burgermeister about um, Mr. Monster Arm. I can dig it. And then head to next location. Yep. Seems reasonable. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. So I think Crucible should, I think Arena should sleep by the boarded up window. And I think Crucible should definitely be where he can see both windows. So if you want to arrange yourself, uh, you can see yourself on the map uh, up above. There's the... uh, I think, it, and you kind of, here, I'll put your tokens near there. Um, you can decide where you are. The letters move. There's four beds, and then there's several chairs and tables in the corner. There, this room is a long, rectangular room running kind of east to west. There is a door in the kind of northeast corner. There are three windows along the south wall. Uh, four beds, and then some chairs and a table tucked into the southwest corner. Can we corner. say that we spent at least an hour over dinner just being... You know, quiet and not moving so much so I could use a hit die and get yes. back up to... Okay. <laughs> I feel like after you almost get murdered by three hags and a thing in a bag, you go back and you do not have a very chatty supper. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know. Especially now that we know that the thing in the bag is always going to be an issue. Yeah. In fact, every time you mortals have to go to sleep, that's like eight hours that that thing gets closer to, to Crucible. Maybe awesome. we really should have scattered its ashes. Oh wait, no, it just needs it to find. It didn't a new matter. Body. Yeah, right. yeah. It's it's really it's the unresting soul that's the problem. <sighs> Classic <Well>. unresting soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, they just they just are so predictable. Those unresting. You know what? Souls. I didn't think anyone was going to open that bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, Why, I, Tony? Surprises. I don't get you. It was a bag <laughs> made out of flesh. <laughs> So I'm going to sit, Amra's going to sit kind of against the wall again on her meditation cushion. Um, So she's next to Arena and 
Which window I, is broken and it's boarded uh, up? The one right next to Imra. Yeah. And okay. I only need the four hours of mm-hmm. semi-conscious meditation. All right, Imra, the uh, the window has been boarded up, perhaps somewhat hastily, by one of the Mardikov family. Okay. The, unfortunately, now that the window has been broken, it's a little chilly. There's a, there's a decent draft in here. Awesome. That's okay. We'll be fine. Can we take one of the blankets from the keep me warm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we take one of the blankets from like the bed, one of the beds, to just like put it over Room that service? To stop up the <laughs> the draft. You can try. Yeah. Sure. I will try. All right. Roll craftsmanship. <laughs> How much rope do we need for this? Roll hospitality. <laughs> All right. Some myths tools. Does that help? Al- Aline has used the magic words. We're moving on. You've done it successfully. <laughs> Yay. Um, all right. So you've made your evening arrangements, and it sounds like you have had quite a day. You decided to turn in quite early. Uh, the sounds of the walkers uh, engaging in their various uh, uh ridiculousness echoes uh up from the the uh the the uh the main room of the inn below um but after a couple hours things start to quiet down and perhaps some of you are deep asleep by that do you have any kind of specific plan in terms of like sleeping in shifts or anything like that uh, yeah i do think we should sleep in shifts even with crucible and imra being able to be awake yeah the most that part. seems prudent yeah okay so the rest of you can each take a you know, a couple hours. Yeah, I'll I'll do an early watch and then sleep later, if that's right. Okay, I will do a later watch and sleep earlier. Okay, middle watch <laughs> and sleep middle. No, sleep <laughs> and sleep, sleep just right. No, I fail my check. No, <laughs> your sleep check. <laughs> okay, so you have made your plans and attempt to recuperate from the battle at the windmill. It has been quite a day for you did go travel quite some distance to the windmill and back. You fought several hags, you fought a revenant, and you rescued two children. So you are feeling heroic, but also probably weary and tired in a land where they have not invented ibuprofen yet. And so (laughs) several hours of the night pass without incident until one of the hours passes with incident. And we go to that incident now. So the question. Yes. <laughs> How many hours into the night? Uh, I am going to say four hours into the night. You suck. I don't know why, but probably, okay. <laughs> Just um, checking to see how long, if we got into long rest point yet. Ah. Whoa, you were going to say eight hours into the, yes, I eight hours. Need, I only need six. Oh, okay. <laughs> we went to bed early. It was very close. <laughs> eight hours into the night, you are startled when Erwin Martikoff kicks are, open the door and says, are... it's brunch. <laughs> <laughs> pancakes for to, everyone. Dire pancakes. Um, yeah, that's a very different adventure. So it's about four hours. So let's say that you went to sleep relatively early. Let's say you went to sleep at like nine o'clock ish, right? So it's about 1 a.m. Uh, you're four hours into your sleep shifts. Tell me who is awake and what sta- state you are in. So I think Emma is fully awake now. Crucible is always. Okay. Would that be Lena being awake? Is that like middle of the night at that point? Yeah. Technically, yeah. I should still be asleep. Okay. Okay. So I would be, I would have gone to sleep at this point. Okay. Curled up right under the window. All right. Um, so I'm going to say, um, uh, Lena, where are you on the map? 
in bed. <laughs> so, uh, Lena, it looks like, uh, somewhat arbitrarily, you and Crucible are on the kind of the east side of the room. Yeah. Uh, Imra, Imra is in the western corner, uh, right mm-hmm. by, um, so I'm going to say, Lena and Crucible, give me a quick perception check. Crucible is basically sitting at the foot of that bed looking in the direction of both those windows. Yep. Uh, that is a critical fail. That is a critical success. Woo! All right. <laughs> 26. Uh, they even out to a failure. No. Uh, <laughs> Crucible, uh, you hear with your finely tuned uh, audio uh, uh, detectors uh, the sound of footsteps uh, outside your door. Door. Not door. A There's a okay. door to the northeast of you. There's a little walkway connects to the looks out over the main room of the inn. It connects it, the other rooms of the inn open onto that walkway, and then that walkway actually goes out an exterior stairs that you would then go to get into the main room of the inn. Is it Does a cop? It- if it's a cop, you have to tell us. <laughs> So far, it is just footsteps. Does it sound like it is coming towards our door? It, it sounds like be... it is footsteps coming towards your door. Okay. Heavy footfalls. Yeah, how I, does it sound? Step, ma- step, step, or step, 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 step. Sink, 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 sink. <laughs> They're not tap shoes? Yeah. They are not uh, tap shoes. They are not heavy feet. boots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crucible will, how many uh, toes? will attempt to get Imra's attention. Since he okay. knows she's also awake. Roll attempt to get Inra's attention. <laughs> Is that That's an easy check. You have like yes, a Yes, roll a performance. That's easy. D- DC five. Four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll let you try again in ten seconds. <laughs> so. Uh, and we're just looking like what are you what are you trying to do? Well, Crucible, Crucible's gonna get up quietly and like basically like move over so that he is in front of the door. All right. He is not committed to waking anybody else yet, just in case it's like a drunk guy stumbling up from the bar. <laughs> Very got quietly. Got the room wrong. Um, uh, I think, well, does Androdite hear anything? Like, does she yes. become alert? Okay. Uh, Androdite can, let's just assume that Androdite is aware of a presence on the other side of the door. Okay, so Emmer's going to stand up and draw her, um, her bow and, you know, like knock an arrow and just mm-hmm. be ready. All right. Uh, there is uh, the, the footsteps stop, but it sounds like they have stopped right outside your door. Crucible. Crucible is, you know, he's got his Ikawa out. He's he's ready. Uh, is there a people or does our door open in or out? <laughs> Tony's opens, favorite question. It opens out. OK. All right. Uh, there is uh, some kind of clicking and uh, metallic noises at the lock. Okay, at this point, he is going to reach over and just sort of, like, shake Lena. Uh, Lena will sort of jostle awake, where I'm sure she'd nod it off. Mm-hmm. And immediately to one of her daggers. Crucible will give her, like, a, you know, mime, like, quiet and, like, point to the door, like... Uh, Lena, you instantly recognize with your roguish uh, uh, backstory Charms. the sound of someone picking mm-hmm. a lock, picking a picking lock, lock. Mm-hmm. somewhat clumsily. So my first instinct is, you know how in a <laughs> in a movie where there's a hacker trying to hack in, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then there's another hacker trying to keep them out. 
Yes. <laughs> pick the lock back. Is, is it possible to like counter pick a lock? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. But, I'm, but, but I'm not sure. The good news like is, it's, it's an old fashioned yeah. lock. It, the good yeah. news is vampires Jane, Jane, don't Jane, pick I think locks. It's just, I think it's That's just called true. putting a chair in front of the door. <laughs> I want to know who it is, though. And va- like I said, vampires don't pick locks, probably. This, so this I is feel true. like this guy's about to get whoever it is going to get more than they bargained for. Yep. So so Lena um, stands and draws her swords. And maybe like Crucible like kind of nods at her to maybe wake up everybody else. Yeah. So she'll Man, sort of quietly, <laughs> quietly, um, you know, doing the hand over the mouth and waking them up. Subtly. Not, yeah. not at all causing panic. Well, you know, it's Lena. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess we're all, right, we're all like groggily up, awake. And I'm yeah. like, I've got like my, my blade pointed right at this door. So <laughs> yeah, we're all ready. All right. Uh, well, uh, you have not intervened, so the, uh, the clicking stops, and there's the sound of the latch, kind of like, and, uh, as the soon door- as the door opens, mm-hmm. I, I cast light. All right. Um, so <laughs> yeah. the door This open, isn't gonna go badly. The door starts to open, uh, it is opening away from you, uh, Crucible, uh, into the hallway, um, you're casting light on what? Basically, as soon as the door opens wide enough that, like, I can see this person, I'm going to make the the tip of, like, my spear just glow extremely brightly. In okay. their face. Yeah, in, in their face. face. Also, I guess, in the nearby vicinity of all your friends. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, uh, you're, so the door uh, opens just a, just a little bit. Uh, you can see kind of the, uh, the shadowy outline of a humanoid creature there. You cast light on your fancy, uh, fancy spear and you see the brightly illuminated face, uh, just before his arms come up to cover his eyes. Uh, give me, uh, give me a quick perception check, uh, uh Crucible. I'll just determine what level of details you get. I also got another critical, Whoa. apparently. The dots right. are my favorite this time. You, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's just a, a blip before the, his hands go over his arms, but you recognize uh, the face of uh, of um, Aragal, uh, brother of Luvash of the Vistani. He's, gla- he's garbed slightly different thing from when you saw him before, uh, and that he's garbed in all black and has some kind of stealthy little boots and a little thieves toolkit on his belt. But he's got his distinctive uh, goatee, long hair, and the black eye that you saw Luvash give him. Is he armed? Uh, he is armed with a, a lockpick and a dagger. Okay, I will kick the door into his face. <laughs> He staggers backward and lets out a rather non-stealthy yelp. And as quickly as I can, I'd like to basically run up, grab him, and like get like my my blade to his neck. So, it- um, all right, I think you should probably have to roll something for that. Sure, <laughs> but you would probably have advantage because he's been blinded. Um, let's see. He has the uh, Aragal has the stats of a bandit captain. The looks of a bandit captain. (laughs) So, uh, you're rolling something for that, Dan? Uh, Yeah, tell me when I'm rolling. Are you doing some kind of attack, it sounds like? I mean, I'm not going to try to stab him. I'm just going to get him down to the floor. Knock him down and like... That sounds like a grapple or something, right? Yeah. So just like maybe a strength check? Yeah. I think there actually is a thing for pushing somebody over. Yeah, we looked at this last time, didn't we? Yeah, I we, think so. I think the, we did. We pushed the hag down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. threw her down the stairs. <laughs> I think it is just a. Isn't it just a strength check though? 
Yeah, do it. I'll, it's probably okay. a contested strength check. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Uh, that was 12 with advantage. The dice well, already betrayed me. He rolled a nine. <laughs> so. Great. Ooh. So I'll knock him to the floor and have my the point of my spear at his neck, basically. And say, okay. He starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should... Pull him into the room as fast as possible and close the door so nobody else hears what's going on. Uh, well, but this is this is Crucible. He's going to say, "Good evening. How can I help you?" <laughs> of course. I, I, I didn't. I didn't know you were you were awake. I'm sorry. I'll come back later. Oh no! Now Crucible will drag him into the room and close the door. <laughs> he basically, like throw him onto the bed right in the middle. Like, I'm so sorry. I just right want to be here. You saved my niece, but I, but my brother said I had to try to kill you, or I was going to get killed, and that it was my family's honor and the tribe's honor, and I didn't want to do it. Well, you can go back to him and tell him that you have successfully killed us. <laughs> if that I... would make things easier. I don't think that he'll believe me. Then we seem to be at an impasse. I was supposed to bring you your. I was supposed to bring your hands back. I don't think that he thought that you would be successful. I don't <laughs> think so like either. Unscrew his hands. I mean, he only gave me one dagger. There's like six of you. Hmm. Your brother does not seem particularly concerned with your safety. Uh, it's true. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, I did lose his daughter like twice, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. I just I try so hard, but it's never enough. It sounds like perhaps you should consider striking out on your own, finding a future somewhere else. Perhaps there is a better road for you to take. Uh, all the roads are really bad here. Do you know how to get to uh, what's another place we're going? Perez. <laughs> Check the notes. Check the notes. How about Perez? <laughs> The drowned city. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Berez? Do you know how to get there? Uh, yeah, I know how to get to Berez, but that place is awful. Well, if you wanted to perhaps be a guide, we could perhaps not kill you. <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess. <laughs> can I just, just want to collect in- as many NPCs as we can possibly get. Can I roll get a quick insight campaign? check just to make sure he's not like trying to screw with us? <laughs> sure. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. I got an eleven. He seems like he's having a horrible day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I got figured. a twenty-two. Yeah. Woo. No, there's nothing. He seems like being pretty forthright about how awful his life is with you. I'm going to. I can tell you his... about Perez. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to kill you guys, but like, we got that letter that said we had to, and Luva said that we delayed as much as we could, and so we had to make it look good. But but I can tell you that Perez, there's like, so if you're going west, west to Kresk, there's a turnoff, and there's an old road, and it's you know, if you knew to look for it, you'd find it. It's just past just past the bridge. There's a road south. And it turns into kind of, you know, a game trail. But you don't want to go to Berez. Oh, Nobody yes, we comes do. We b- really want to go to Berez. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. excited about it, if, I, uh, if I'm if i honest. And I don't, I don't think, think... I mean, have you heard the stories? Yes. Uh, are you sure you've heard the same stories? <laughs> well... Chris, just Crucible, meanwhile, has just removed his dagger from his person. <laughs> You'll tell us on the road. Crucible's mm-hmm. dagger, or uh, uh, no, no, he's he's Aragal's. taken he's taken Aragal's dagger away from Aragal has not crying. noticed. Uh, Crucible, yeah. the dagger does seem it's a it's a small little dagger. Uh, it does look like it's poisoned, um, but you know, that's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, one of these like to hold can, it between two fingers. Can you be poisoned? 
no. <laughs> I mean, I, you should know that you should know all the stories about Barrettes. That place is really bad. They, 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 um, there, something happened with the devil and he got angry. And so he, he drowned a whole city. Yeah. And then apparently there's some sort of weapon, perhaps. I don't, I don't think there's a weapon. Why is there a weapon? I Madam don't know. Ava told us that it Madam would Ava. aid us. You've spoken to Madam Eva? We mm-hmm. sure have. The if she says there's a weapon, there's a weapon. You know, I, I noticed that you made there. fast work of that lock. Where did you learn that? We are well trained in many things among the Vistani. It is part of our arts. Then perhaps you can be useful to us. I'm great in cities and Velaki. I could get you anywhere you need to go. Not in Perez, though. That place is real bad. Have you well, been there? No, our people don't so, go to Perez. Well, it's then haunted. How do you know? Uh, because every now and then someone says they're going to go there and get some great treasure because obviously there must be a treasure there. They never come back. The the story is that 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 town fell and that 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 the devil gave it gave it to his friend. I don't know his don't friend, his to- acquaintance, uh, the Baba Yaga, and she has like a hut that walks around there. It's real bad. Maybe people well, don't come back because they just don't like you. I, maybe. <laughs> your options are to come with us uh, to face the wrath of your brother or to kill us. And I'm just going to take the last one right off the table. So I could never you kill you guys. To do. He goes to look for where his dagger is. And he's like, oh, I could never kill you guys. <laughs> <laughs> are we like leaving now? I don't really understand what's happening anymore. Why didn't I just stay home? You are going to sit in that chair by the table. We are going to finish the rest of our night's sleep. And if you move, you are going to regret it because I do not sleep. Uh, I will be Ar- watching you. Aragal sits in the chair and sobs and rocks back and forth. <laughs> Poor Aragal. Could you maybe sob a little quieter? I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, I'm so just, sorry just, that I'm not being a good captive. I can't get anything right. <laughs> okay, I have a new favorite NPC. <laughs> there's, All there's we need some, to do is get Rick Tavio to come. With there's us some banging on the door. Boat. There's some banging on the wall from, from the west, oh, and, oh, and the voice of Rick Tavio says, "Keep it down in there." Some of us are trying to sleep. Yeah, same in here, Ricky. <laughs> Aragal continues to sob, but uh, slightly more sedated now. Him. Pats him on the back, but he's not very good at it because no. <laughs> Execute your empathy routines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I suggest the rest of us get what remaining rest we can, and we set out in the morning for Perez. And so you do. Do we so, actually get a full night's sleep? Get a full night's sleep. Yeah. Yay! Yay! I'm only going to send one assassin at a time to kill you. <laughs> so first you night vampire, one. second night, you know. Vistani. So, I'm your friend who's trying to murder you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I've all of my friends do. Right. right. So, the rest of the night passes seemingly without incident. Uh, some of you get sleep, though. Perhaps it's a little slightly more a nervous sleep than others since uh, someone sent an assassin to kill you in your sleep. But, you know, not the best I assassin. The ass- I saw the assassin. I'm not that nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And we also have a revenant stalking one of our people. So, oh, yeah. I mean, what's I'm more an assassin? concerned about that for sure. 
And whatever. And so you awaken the next morning. Uh, you have not lost any additional windows. That's what we call the win for a good night's sleep in, in Velaki. And perhaps you can convene now and, and figure out your plan uh, and how you wish to use Aragal in that plan. And how. Uh, yeah. So, do we still want to go to the Burgermeister and then strike out? Or... I like that idea. I still would Ar- like to talk to the Burgermeister. Argyle is concerned. Look, I will do whatever you, you you own my life now. That is that is only fair. But I can't be seen in the city of Falaki. Like I came at night under cover of darkness. If they see me here, they will they will kill me. They will they will burn my people's village to the ground. They will murder our children. They will steal our horses. They will take I that one really sweet over him run and right. put the head, the head up. Right. Ah, excellent. <laughs> I want that back. Of course. Uh huh. This cloak is as much yours as is my life. I, I bend down to him and I go, now, the most important thing you can do is to be very, very quiet. Uh, not silently. Good. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Oh boy. Uh, okay, so uh, you, you want to head to uh, the Burgermeister's uh, mansion. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Which you know is the distinctively labeled N3 on the map. Um, I don't know. Did you actually go here before? You went to the, uh, there was like a uh, town square uh, Town square nearby. Um, yeah. I'm just going to move your uh, little dog token from the town square to the, uh, the mansion. So uh, you head, it's a short walk from the Blue Water Inn to uh, the Burgermeister's Mansion. Uh, the you, you pass by uh, Blinsky's uh, House of Toys, which <laughs> remains unburned down, at least from an exterior view, um, and pass by the town square and arrive outside the Burgermeister's Mansion. Um, the mansion is clearly one of the uh, largest buildings in town. It's got walls of plastered stone uh, that display a good number of places where the plaster has fallen away from age and neglect. Um, the windows are all covered in drapes. Doesn't look too inviting. Uh, there's a large arched uh, opening uh, above the mansion's double doors. Uh, there are two guards uh, standing there. Uh, and a good number of servants are coming and going uh, from the uh, the main entrance of the mansion. It looks like there's all kinds of things being carted in and out of the foyer, uh, perhaps preparing for the Festival of the Blazing Sun, which I believe you know is tomorrow. Is that and right? You mustn't say anything bad about it. Yeah. I don't know if I got my days counting correct, but yeah. Um, and I open a bag of flesh. Oh no! <laughs> Cliffhanger. Uh, did you wait, uh, just check it? Because I don't know if I know. Uh, where is the current status of the bag of flesh? I don't think we brought it. All yeah. right. I thought we left it there. Do we not we leave left it? Cannon. it at the bone grinder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone wants. I don't think anyone wanted to pick that up. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, we did leave the happened. oven. Burning Maybe and Elevor had like sliced off a little bit of it, so it's entirely possible that that whole place went up in in flames. That's I'll true. roll fire damage for the windmill later between sessions. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So uh, you are standing outside the Burgermeister's mansion. What would you like to do? Hello, we Is have it- things to say to you. Hello, there there are two guards standing out at the door. Oh, there are people you can talk to. You don't need to just yell at a building. <laughs> You there. What are your names? 
Damage chain. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, this is great. Stump I think the dungeon master. With this Stumped. question, hard questions like, ha, what's I, the modifier for attacking and what's your name? <laughs> I put a post-it note on my list of Barovian names. Uh, yes. My I name am. is Spiders and mine is <laughs> Dustface. You know what? Two. You know what? You know what, Jane? They're not that different from that. Check check <laughs> it out. Uh, the first one's name is Dragomir. That's <laughs> a real name. <laughs> yeah. yeah Spanish- it's, it's me, Spiders Dragomir. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, three three generations at Spooky Town, um, and uh, his cousin is also a guard here. His cousin Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> Those are from the official book. I hate that one. <laughs> Falcon. Um, well met my adventures. My name's Falcon Falcor. Yes. Uh, well, state your business. Uh, we we had heard that the Burgermeister was vexed by strange pastries that were causing people to behave in terrible ways. We have taken care of this problem and would like to debrief him on our progress. No, I, I don't I don't know anything about that, but yeah, you can you can come in. Uh, one of them stays at the uh, the uh, the door, and the other escorts you in. Wait, it's important. Me. Which one came with us, Falcon Falcor or Spidey's Dragomir? Uh, Spidey's Dragomir <laughs> escorts you in to a cluttered lobby um now this is this uh this is not perhaps what you might expect um for a burgers meister's mansion um because the entrance hall and vestibule is uh <laughs> rather you know it is it is ornate there are framed portraits uh that all look like they show various family members they all have similar features uh all around the uh the the uh foyer and there's like a fancy uh uh balustrade up the uh the fancy stairs leading higher up but there's all kinds of like supplies and crates kind of stacked uh in here and uh various uh servants are coming and going either adding to one pile or removing stuff from another it looks like in particular they're assembling up just a huge uh set of crates that all appear to just basically have twigs in them ah i see you too shop at ikea mm. <laughs> Um, and it does seem, you know, even for the early morning, uh, decent amount of hustle and bustle here, servants coming and going. There are a good number of guards around, so certainly you're not being left alone. Uh, 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 I've already forgotten his name. <laughs> Spider, Spiders McGee. S- yeah, Spiders, Spiders McGee. No, Spider. Wait, shoot. Now you got Spiders Dragomir. Yes. Spiders Dragomir. Dr- Spiders Dragomir. How did you forget the name Spiders <laughs> Dragomir? What's wrong with all of you? T- Tuesday night. And Falcon uh, Sp- Falcor. Spiders Dragomir uh, exchanges a few words with, uh, it seems to be some kind of uh, ranking servant uh, who runs off, uh, presumably, to get the Burgermeister. Um, but yeah, so you've got a couple minutes while that happens, but it does look like you are not exactly free to roam about the mansion, and there are lots of people coming and going. I will even say, why don't you give me a quick perception check? 18? 19. Ooh. Right here, 20. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> Ooh, you might. Uh, yeah, I rolled a two on the die, so no. How about 22? All right. That sounds pretty good. So, uh, you know, there's lots of things going on. Clearly, this is a very fancy place, and he has many servants at work for him. Uh, Guards coming and going, people, you know, being, uh, you know, watching over other people that are doing work. And 
Elevore, you notice down the long hallway that the foyer looks on, uh, way down, you know, you kind of spy through the crowds of various servants hustling and bustling, one guard with a distinctively large monster arm across the hallway. So and you I, are aware that Isaac Strozny is in I the building. Whisper, the monster arm was here. The monster arm was here. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Two mastiffs bound down the stairs, barking and circling Androdite. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Mastiff buddies. Is it playful mm. barking or scary yeah. barking? Uh, in between. <laughs> um, you know, not exactly friendly, but certainly not threatening. I'm rolling okay. an animal handling check so I can befriend these these doggos. It's going to be difficult. I- Give me a DC 18 an- animal handling oh, check. Oh, please. You know what? I'm rolling it with D20 so that everybody... And I'm going to tell Androdite to sit and just be calm. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. <laughs> Wait, I could have blessed you. Oh, mm. double darn it! Actually, hold on. Oh, man, can I give you another chance to do that and cast guidance on him? <laughs> How don't you need like advanced preparation for uh, guidance? Yeah, guidance is a cantrip. Okay, sure. Yes, I tap Elevore on the nose. I boop him on the nose. <laughs> boop. You have to <laughs> say boop. Make, yeah, he can roll a animal handling with a, a d4 and add that slash roll d20. So that's D20 plus uh, plus, plus 10. Plus modifier plus D4. Oh my goodness. D20 plus 4 plus 6. So. Um, <laughs> I got less that time. Well, I wow. did what I You tried. You tried so. too hard and it's kind of unsettling for them. Yeah, that's coming, what it, you're right. Coming so you're down hugging the, the dogs and they're like trying to get away. Coming Please. down the stairs is the dog's owner. One Baron Vargas Velakovich, the the Burgermeister of Velaki, and I believe I've shared a handout with you. Uh, the Baron is a rather imposing figure, kind of gaunt, pale, uh, wispy hair with a pretty a pretty receding hairline, uh, and his hair and back much too long. He is clad in crimson robes and kind of greets you with a strange wave and says, all will be well. Welcome, travelers. I hear you have information for me concerning the well-being of the town of Velaki. Indeed, but the details are quite uh, gory. Perhaps we could talk in your study? Uh, yes. Or the conservatory? Please, please this way. And he, uh, he, he leads you down the hall. There are several guards uh, kind of behind you, uh, and he turns. Let's see. Can you see on the map? He basically goes in the uh, I, do, 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 uh, the second door on the right. There's yep. a uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh no, you know, sorry, first door on the right. Okay, yep. good. The one with that the one, bearskin rug. Yeah, the one that there's a, a bearskin rug, and this appears to be um, the what would you call this? This is the den. The den? Yes, there's padded (laughs) chairs and couches line the walls of this cozy carpeted den. The room reeks of pipe smoke, and mounted on the east wall is the head of an angry-looking brown bear. Um... The, uh, the, 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 the two mastiffs run ahead and find their kind of spaces by the hearth that they look quite comfortable in. Um, and, uh, you all head into the room, um... 
a uh, a figure appears uh, behind you, comes in behind you, and closes the door. And you now find yourself, perhaps somewhat unexpectedly, alone in a room with Burgermeister Baron Vargas Volakovich, but also his close bodyguard and companion. One is Ekstrasny, owner and operator of a monster arm. And so you literally find yourself in the lion's den, face-to-face with a person who could be your ally or could be your enemy, but has one employee with a monster arm. What is the deal (laughs) with monster arms, and why does he keep having dolls made? And is he going to notice Arena amongst you? Almost certainly is the answer to that one. (laughs) It looks like she's outside with Pony. To questions. (laughs) Whoops. To be asked next time. She's literally standing outside. (laughs) Tune in next time to Total Party Kill. (laughs) Bum, bum, bum.